Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. Welcome to Seasons. I'm Marisol Castro. I'm Chef Plum, and I'm joining you on Zoom, and Marisol, of course, is in the studio in New Haven. I am. You're there, and I'm sitting here, and I'm sorry I can't see you. I wish I could, but it's officially summer. And that means it's time to hit the ice cream trail in Connecticut, Marisol. I love ice cream. Are you an ice cream fan? I love ice cream. What is not to love about ice cream? Uh, we are going to get into some of our personal favorites in a minute. But first, our guest for the hour is the co-owner and ice cream maker at one of the state's most beloved shops. It's always on our top ten lists. Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby, right on the town green. Eliza Florian, welcome to Seasoned. And thank you for joining us. We're so happy to talk to you. Hello, and thank you for having me. Uh, I was just saying that people are going to, this is, this is our favorite time of the month. It's the last Thursday of the month, and people get to call and shout out their favorite ice cream. So we want to hear from you this hour. Tell us about your favorite shop, your favorite flavor. Does your family have an ice cream tradition? Maybe you go to uh, Ashley's after a day at the beach, or you go to, oh, I don't know, Saugatuck Sweets after your kid plays a really good saxophone gig. Mm-hmm. Call us at 203 203- Seven seven six nine six seven seven to join the conversation. The number is two zero three seven seven six nine six seven seven. So I'm ready for ice cream. I am too. I like I like ice cream in a milkshake. I like ice cream for dessert. I like ice cream in a bowl. I even like olive oil on ice cream sometimes. Is that a little bit crazy, Minus? I know it's a, it's, it seems a little bit chefy, but it's kind of a thing I do. No, it's not chefy at all. I think it's delicious. But Eliza, um, thank you for spending time with us this afternoon. I would like to start at the beginning. How is ice cream made exactly? Well, when I was opening my ice cream shop, I honestly had no idea how ice cream was made. Um, And so I had a huge learning curve. I had already signed my lease. I was ready to go. Um, And I just thought I could do this. Um, You know, when Ben and Jerry started out, they spent thousands of dollars and went to the University of Pennsylvania. They took like an ice cream making course, learned the science of ice cream but I didn't have any time to take an ice cream course and uh, 2000 plus dollars and travel and accommodations was more than I uh, thought I could afford. So I bought a textbook on dairy science. It taught me basically the basics of how I could get started and um, taught me a lot about why ice cream is creamy or icy and how to make a, you know, a new England style ice cream what to do with fat, water, protein, and how it all has to come together to get a really creamy product. So I just, I honestly, I jumped in and I, I kind of taught myself a lot of failures uh, with any adventure you have to. And uh, I had to see how far I can push my recipes to add, um, you know, I didn't follow like just the basic formulas of buying canned flavorings and which um, a lot of ice cream shops do. I, I really challenged to use fresh fruits and I only wanted to use natural flavors and natural colors. So I had to source a lot of things that were not readily available when we opened. And so it was, uh, it was really an adventure. And um, we did feed the pigs at Maple View Farm quite a lot of ice cream. <laughs> so it never went in the garbage, but, uh, but I did fail a few times. Hey, at least the pigs never complained at all about anything, do they? 
No, no. I don't know if they love the mint, though. I had a hard time getting the mint level. And uh, mint just was was a tough one. So they ate a lot of mint. Hey, Manasa, I might actually agree with the pigs there. I don't know if I like mint on my ice cream. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. You know, it's so interesting to hear you say, Eliza, that you just, you got a textbook. But I suspect that it courses through your veins, this ice cream making, because sure, you could read a textbook, but you, you clearly have a passion for what you're doing. Um, my understanding is that the ice cream, mint or not mint, is all about the base. What makes a really good base for ice cream? Well, every region in the United States has a base that they prefer. And I happen to live in Connecticut, which is high fat. They want this really warm mouthfeel. Um, they don't want that icy, cold ice cream. They want it to be buttery and full of you know, good old New England cream. And, um, you know, our summer foods are really interesting compared to other regions of the country. We love, what do we love? Thick New England cream chowder. We love right. buttered lobster rolls. And we love full, full fat ice cream, like 16, 18, sometimes 20% some of the shops make. Wow. I generally stick to a 16, but it still has that very warm feel in your mouth. In like Florida, they love the ice, um, mm. icy ice cream, which you know, and in California, it gets more fluffy and more cold in your mouth. So when you're talking about ice cream, you always have to say regionally what the mouthfeel is people like. But here, if you don't have the full fat ice cream, you're just not in business. So, Huh. I never would have thought about that. That is, but it makes complete sense. Yeah. I say it all the time. Food is more science than art. I think plating food can be artistic, but the actual making of the food is definitely more based in science. Yeah, and I've always loved science. So I knew I could just, I don't know, I knew I could pick this up. And I've always loved to cook, just a savory cook. Mm -hmm. So it, it really has melted into my ice cream recipes, savory things. I, I do put up, make an olive oil ice cream and make a rosemary olive oil ice cream. And I think the savory things are really interesting in desserts. I, it's interesting you talk about savory because one of the things about grassroots, we will say this until we are blue in the face here with uh, grassroots ice cream, is that you have these creative flavors, a few of them, strawberry balsamic vinegar, cardamom cashew, roasted garlic, goat <laughs> cheese, blackberry. Where are you coming up with these ideas, first of all, and then how do you execute them to make them so delicious? Well, first of all, I want the listeners not to be completely terrified to come to my shop <laughs> because we do serve 36 flavors. 10 to 12 of them are always going to be your staples, your classics, cookie dough, Oreo, um, you know, vanilla, chocolate. You're going to be safe <laughs> if you come to my shop. <laughs> but the rest of the board is mine and it's wild. And all those flavors you listed, you could never say, walk into my shop and see them on the board. I'm not a ice cream shop that has a static menu. Mm -hmm. We have a very dynamic menu. It changes constantly, um, except for the classics, because we, ha we have to keep people from screaming and running out of the shop saying they can't eat here. But I like to have a very dynamic um, changing menu. Mm -hmm. So any of those flavors you listed, you might not see in our shop when you come, but you will see something interesting. But the inspirations you, to get back to your question, the inspirations you said, I honestly like to kind of look to the, uh, or honor the cultures of the world and look to them for inspiration. Cause even areas, you know, that might not actually be traditionally ice cream 
um, making cultures Mm -hmm. like um, the Middle East, you know, generally for ice cream, they love pistachio, but in their sweets, the favorite flavor is rose. Mm. So in their like lemonades and drinks and treats, um, they love that. And Norway, you know, not a hugely ice cream centric place, but they love cardamom in their, in a, in a sweet bread that they make. Um, I have a friend from Ghana and she said there's not a lot of ice cream there, but they love in their sweet that they love is a dark chocolate with fresh lime. And so I never thought of that as a combination. Me so that. Yeah. I've so I took, uh, this is what she told me. This is right from her mouth. So she's, I made a lime base, you know, a real citrusy lime base and put dark chocolate in it. And it's been sort of a beloved flavor ever since, but it was inspired from that wow. conversation. So that sounds amazing. I've never had chocolate and lime. I never would have thought they would go together. And, exactly. I mean, it, it sounds like a great thing to try. I really, uh, I need to come try this for sure. And hey, we want to hear about your favorite ice cream spots, maybe in your town or some favorite flavors that you've got. Give us a call. Our number is 203-776-9677. That's 203-776-9677. Chocolate and lime. Manasal, would you taste that? Would you be down with that? I would taste anything that Eliza put in front of me. I I will be your quality control yeah. uh, every as, day of the it's week. It's not as it really does go well together. I believed her instantly, of course. I, I believe sometimes it. I try to recreate bakery items. Like I love to think of like um, blueberry pie or pancakes and maple syrup. So we make mm-hmm. one that yes, it has pancake pieces in it and um, sweet potato pie, pineapple upside down cake, carrot cake. Yeah. This is awesome. This is so fun. I love this. Like, this is like a chef's dream. You can come and just make any kind of flavor ice cream you want to make. <laughs> Whatever you can think of. Let's just make it. Let's make a truffle and flank steak flavored ice cream. Oh I'm my gosh. Well, I did I have it. a chef because I, I, when I was a little slower, I used to take personal challenges from chef and chefs. And one of them, a uh, way station in, they ran a grilled cheese truck and they challenged me to make a candied prosciutto and brown butter ice cream. Ooh. Oh my God. And so I made that custom for their truck for a while. Oh my goodness. That's awesome. Hey, guys, I just want to, our, our board is lighting up because people oh, have hey. things to say about ice cream. Wait. So uh, we have a caller from Brookfield. Stand by. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling Seasons. Tell us about your ice cream experience. Sure. Our favorite local ice cream is Dr. Mike's in Bethel. Yeah. And it has a great history. Um, it thinks only on its third owner right now. But then the flavors that she's mentioning sound like my favorite gelato place in California. Mm. They make these most wondrous combinations that you would never think of, like black beans and things. And, oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> Black beans and desserts makes total sense. There's a lot of desserts that I made with black beans. And she's right. Dr. Mike's, I'll tell you what, my wife and her family uh, in Brookfield swear by Dr. Mike's ice cream before we moved to Newtown. And I'll tell you what, it's good stuff. I believe it. By the way, that was Lisa from Brookfield. Thank you for calling us, Lisa. Um, I, I like this. I dig the idea of unusual flavor pairings. And I, I like to be pleasantly surprised, actually. Yeah, I do try to, I try to think out of the box, you know, I remember when I was a kid in the 80s, I don't know how old you guys are, but lemon poppy seed mm-hmm. muffins. muffins came out, Heck so yeah. I had to make that in an ice cream, and I've never seen poppy seeds in an ice cream before, you know, I made that about five, six years ago, now poppy seeds are popping up in ice cream, yeah. little 
little shops everywhere. I love but it. apricot is another. I I don't know if I've ever seen another shop copy my apricot. I and don't. A, cla a classic is molasses for sure. We have another caller. Uh, let's let's see who this is and what she ice cream say. hits a chord. That's for sure. Hi, thanks for calling Seasons. Tell us about your ice cream situation. Hi. Um, actually, I just came back from having some ice cream uh, from Tallman's Ice Cream in, on Main Street in Cromwell. Oh, my goodness. Are you Ooh. Elizabeth? Yes, I am. Oh, well, Elizabeth, what, what, was, what was so delicious about your ice cream? It was very creamy. Um, it was toffee, coffee toffee. Um, and it was just very creamy with uh, little bits of uh, toffee in there, and it was delicious. And tell us again where you went if you want to shout them out. Tall Man's Ice Cream in Cromwell. Tall Man's Ice Cream. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Next time, you know, send some to the studio. We're very, we're yeah. very okay. hungry over here. <laughs> Take uh, care, yeah. Elizabeth. I mean, Thanks. Coffee, toffee, that sounds amazing. Are you kidding me? I'm getting so jealous right now. Uh, all these amazing flavors that I'm hearing about, and I've never tasted any of them myself. This is nonsense. I need mm -hmm. to taste these flavors. I know. We have to take a quick break, but as you can tell, we are talking all things ice cream right now. So give us a call, 203-776-9677. The number again, 203-776-9677. You can hear in the distance the sound of the ice cream truck. If only it were coming to our studio plum. Our guest this hour is Eliza Florian of Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby. Call us up. Coffee toffee. If you are joining us, it is our favorite time of the month, the last Thursday of every month. Seasoned is live in our New Haven studio. Call us up because today we are talking about ice cream. The number is 203-776-9677. That's 203-776-9677. I'm holding it down in the studio. Plum is joining us on Zoom. You still there, Plum? Oh, I'm still here. I'm just keep thinking about that coffee toffee ice cream. Are you kidding me? That just sounds phenomenal. It does. It sounds way better than mint. Our guest for the hour is none other than Eliza Florian of Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby. Eliza, are you ready for some more calls? Yeah. Excellent. Let's do it. We're going to take uh, Jose from Hartford, who wants to talk about Puerto Rico in ice cream. Ooh. Good afternoon, Jose. How are you? Good, good, good afternoon. When I started this, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. What a great show you guys have today. Thank you. So oh, I understand you. you want to talk about ice cream from the motherland. Of course, I'm talking about Puerto Rico as a fellow Boricua. Yes, this is quite interesting because last year I went home to see my father who was sick. And when he got up from the hospital, we went to a little a little store at the, at the hospital. And they have Malanga ice cream. Ooh. Okay. And this is quite interesting because, as you know, Malanga is a root. So I said, oh, my God, this is going to be nasty. But it was absolutely delicious. <laughs> Interesting. So, so Jose, for folks yes. that don't know, malanga is a root. So it would be the equivalent of almost like if you took all the stuff that you need to make, like a kombucha, that's that's like the, 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 the malanga is like sort of like that. So I could understand, Jose, if you were right. like, I can't right. imagine that this is going to be delicious, but you liked it. Yes, it was absolutely delicious. I mean, there's other, there's other parts in Puerto Rico in the center in Lattice. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of ice cream, but very awkward ice cream, like like rice and beans and ham, or these kind of kind of savory ice creams. Interesting. Uh, I never had the chance to taste it. And there's another place in the 
impulsive actors kind of from firehouses, you know, they call the Chinese ice cream of the lados chinos. And, uh, you know, the place is absolutely busy all the time. They have from, uh, from peanut, guayaba, passion fruit, and the most popular is coconut. But all of them is absolutely delicious. All right, Jose, we're going to have to maybe have you be our tour guide and take a field trip back sure, to the I mean, Sure, it would be my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. I look forward to that. That's for sure. Thank you so much, I think Malenga is like that kind of rum raisin thing. Am I on the right track with that? Uh, I don't think so. But I like rum raisin ice cream. That's true. Uh, Eliza, what do you think about using some sort of root for your next flavor? Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried unsuccessfully to use yucca and yam, but I would love to experiment more. I've never heard of some of those flavors that, so I have to research what he was saying. That's really interesting to me. We'll take a field trip. We're also going to take another call. Ben from Wallingford. You want to shout out vegan ice cream. Thanks for calling Seasoned. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just want to mention a couple places. Um, in Hamden, there's a place called Sweet Claws where you can get regular ice cream, but also they have a hard tofuti ice cream that's really good. And in Manchester, there you can get vegan soft serve um, at uh, Divine Treasures. And I just I really enjoy both of them. Fantastic. Well, thanks for calling, and thanks for listening, and thanks for shouting out the vegan ice cream options. We appreciate it. Eliza, I wanted to ask you if you could just, you know, uh, clarify a little bit in the difference of making, like, an ice cream versus a soft serve. Is there, uh, like, a very distinct difference in the two? Well, it's, it's butterfat content. In those soft serve machines, they are churning all the time. So the butterfat can be only a maximum of 10%. So a really, like, rich soft serve ice cream, say Durham Dairy Bar, which is our childhood favorite, is a 10% mix. And they, you know, if, if the soft serve is really kind of icy and cold in your mouth, then it's going to be down to about a five. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we just have a, we have a, a copy of a fact check. Sweet Claude's is in Cheshire. We're told this Ooh. by our producer. And she says that because she may or may not be from Cheshire. And she may or may not go to Sweet Claude's. So I just wanted to set the record straight. Uh, we have another caller. Scott from Meriden. Thanks for calling Seasoned. Hi. How are you guys? Great. How are you? Good. Um, I just wanted to mention I'm now lactose intolerant in this part of my life. So I don't get to enjoy a lot of this stuff anymore. But I did growing up at Wentworth in Hamden. Uh, but nowadays... Um, in Cheshire at uh, Old Bishop Farms, which uh, is a historic farm that my cousin uh, has revived. He now makes his own ice cream daily, creamy, delicious, that I can only get a little bite of. But it's wonderful, and I highly recommend going out to the farm where they use their own ingredients all the time. Scott, do you have a favorite flavor? You know, I'm a diehard mint chocolate chip, but I really (laughs) want to try that chocolate lime (laughs) <laughs> people I, that love mint they're very loyal that. to it i know the mint thing just won't get out of my life no, they it? have to have it um, it's it's a love hate relationship i, lo- I love like, it or you hate it it's like toothpaste flavor ice cream. <laughs> no <laughs> the people that love mint if it's not on my board they're upset oh man oh <laughs> my goodness hey uh, minus i gotta shout out one of my favorite places yeah. for ice cream across the entire world and that's ferris acres ice cream oh, in yeah. newtown if you haven't been to ferris acres it's, it's definitely worth the trip i love it i know i keep i keep threatening to go there and i will i will make it there 
We actually, we have a caller that will probably segue into our next topic. This is uh, Gail from New York. You're on the air with Seasoned. How are you? Hi, is that me? Am I on the air? You are on the air, Gail. It's your turn. Okay, hi. Um, I was wondering about the ingredients in terms of the base because I, I've been there and I, I wanted to bring a bunch home and I looked at the ingredients and I remember seeing carrageenan and xanthan gums, which are things mm-hmm. I would not give my kids. Um, so I'm wondering, are you still using those base ingredients? I We found a source this year. Uh, it's from a source we got from Maine and we have completely all natural emulsifiers. Carrageenan is from seaweed, but it's no longer in our ice cream base. We love the new products we're making this year. We're also really pushing hard to make new experiments. Uh, They mentioned vegan ice creams Mm -hmm. and we're going to have a ton of experimental vegan ice creams coming up in the next week or two. And you know what's, yeah, what's interesting I, about these I'm, things I'm, she's talking I'm, about? You see these things like xanthan gum and carrageenan, and you're like, what on earth is that? Carrageenan comes from a seaweed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's natural. There's nothing scary or weird about it. And xanthan gum, which is a lot of times used for, uh, it's a polysaccharide. So it's used for like emulsifying and helping holding things together. Uh, it's actually made from a bacteria, right? So it's a, ferment, it's a fermentation of a bacteria called um, xanthamonia. I'm not sure I'm totally saying that right, Minasol, but yeah. I have a microphone, so we'll just say I'm saying it right. Xanthamonia ammonias or something like that and it's, it's all naturally occurring so you see these big words when you see uh you know on packaging or ingredients but they're all natural it's nothing weird about it carrageenan like i said is from a seaweed and xanthan gum comes from a fermentation of a bacteria so there's nothing weird about it there's no chemicals. right and guar gum comes from a um a bean That's it's right. like a bean i think from south america and all of those are very important to ice cream making because they are the emulsifier um, the thing that's in like a French base, which is egg yolk, but the thing that works to keep the ice cream together is the lecithin. Mm. And some people yep. will see the word lecithin and they think, oh, that's a terrible thing. But lecithin is the actual emulsifier that's working in the egg yolk. Got yeah, it. it's like the natural part of it, you know? Right. If you are just joining us, we are talking all things ice cream here on Seasoned. Give us a call. Give your favorite ice cream joint a shout-out. Our number today is 203-776-9677. That number again is 203-776-9677. We are joined by Eliza Florian of Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby, and we are taking your calls. And we actually have Michelle, Michelle Ledyard from, oh, you want to shout-out your place. Thanks for calling Season, yeah. Michelle. Thanks for doing this story because I'm just dying for ice cream right now. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. As long as it's not mint, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big mint fan either. I'm a coffee, <laughs> coffee base. Um, but we have this great farm um, up in Voluntown called Buttonwoods. And they do that creamy, fat, ice cream, awesome um, farm-based uh, ice cream, but they also do uh, sunflower fields. Um, so you go get your ice cream, and then you go out to the sunflowers, and they do do an ice cream of sunflowers. Oh, wow. And it's delicious. It's so, so good. They sell out, like, instantly if you're not up there. And um, wow. it's in Voluntown. Southeastern Connecticut, um, they're just known for the ice cream. It's so, so good up there. All right, Michelle. I have to agree with you there. And they do a lot of charity with those sunflowers. They um, 
fund a lot of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, you know, to make kids' mm -hmm. dreams come true. They do wonderful work there. I love it. I actually have a list of some of, uh, some of our listeners. You shouted out your favorite local ice cream spot on our social media. Arethusa, which happens to be mine, is pretty delicious. They have New Haven, Bantam, and West Hartford. Rob's in Glastonbury. Peaches and Cream in Litchfield. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you can't go wrong with the Mr. Softy that drives around Amagansett and East Hampton Absolutely. doing God's work. I mean, <laughs> I have to tell you that I that that was the anthem of my youth, getting skinned yeah. knees, riding my bike until I was super sweaty, and then hearing the ice cream truck and running to the stoop to get some, some pocket change. I love that you said the stoop, too. That yeah. makes me so happy that yeah. you said that. Hey, uh, Lindsay Victoria actually shouted me out on Instagram and wanted us to know that uh, one of the cool things about up there in Litchfield is that um, uh, Arethusa uh, was just voted uh, best ice cream uh, by food and wine in Connecticut, which I thought was pretty interesting. Look at us. I'm telling you. you. Know. And also the, I, I, the ice box in Brooklyn, Connecticut. And it says the fun fact, their hashtag is hashtag no scoop till Brooklyn. Shout out to the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. I love Nicely it. Done. I love it. I love it. We have a, we have another call. Are you guys, uh, Eliza, are you still there? Are you, are, I you, am. are you dreaming up some more ice cream flavors? Are you, are we giving you inspiration? <laughs> Absolutely. No? I'm still thinking about those Puerto Rican flavors. <laughs> I, am, I am too. Lizzie from Manchester. Thanks for calling seasoned. Tell us about your ice cream situation. Hi. So my current ice cream situation is frosty but delicious. <laughs> I just wanted to okay. call in and share one of my favorite ice cream flavors um, common in Peru and in South America is a lucuma ice cream, which is a super creamy um, fruit that is um, found in the rainforest. And it kind of has a flavor like butterscotch. Mm. And I was just hearing you guys Ooh. talking, and that is kind of what I'm craving right now. Oh, my goodness. Thank yep. you for that. I want to point out that uh, toffee coffee was my thing a minute ago. That's now out. <laughs> this one's in. This is what I want now. <laughs> I, like, I, like all the, I like all the ice creams. Yeah. Right. We, have hey, a, uh, we have another caller, actually. Great. Hello. Thanks for calling Seasons. What can you tell us about your favorite ice cream? Hi, I just wanted to say that last summer my favorite flavor was mint chocolate chips from Arethusa oh, and Bantam. Yay! See, very it's loyal. So good. They do a really <laughs> creamy mint ice cream, and I can't wait to try it this year. Thank you for calling. Actually, I would love to see. I would love to see a, a mint flavor that was. I would. What's um grass? I would love to see grassroots ice cream do a funky mint flavor, like mint, mint bacon or mint something. Oh. I want to try. Wow, you're adventurous. Oh, no. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening right now? No, we can't let that happen. She must work for the Mint Council of Connecticut. Get her out of here. She, what's she talking about? Mint and bacon. I make the mint classics. Mint chocolate chip, mint Oreo, mint brownie. <laughs> but you, Wow. Mint bacon, Monisol. That's going to be all you. You're going to have to have that one. I told you. I will. If Eliza's making it, I will. I will try it. Yeah. I promise. So on April Fool's this year, we made three flavors. We made French's yellow mustard. We made soy sauce, and we made sriracha. And it was meant to be shocking and funny. But I don't do anything that isn't ice cream. Like meant to be. You can eat the whole scoop. And so everyone, you know, was scared to try it, but. Honestly, my favorite was soy sauce. There was something so what? once I I got that level right, it huh. was sweet, salty. I loved it. 
I Sriracha would... is a common flavor everyone knows, but who think you know, soy sauce would work and it worked. It how, is good. How do you um <laughs> how do you how do you go about making a soy sauce ice cream? Is it different than say your purest vanilla? Is do you have to well, do something I used different? It like vanilla, I just had to get it to a level where it wasn't punch you in the face, but it was delicious. You know, you can also put too much vanilla in ice cream and it wouldn't be that good. But yeah, there was a level of soy sauce that I found that I liked it. I Man. and people did I did buy it and did eat it. Mm-hmm. So it's that sweet and salty thing, you know. Uh, when I was in culinary school, might saw. I remember them explaining to us why there's so many ice cream places around a beach. Do you guys know? No. Why? Because the the salty air. Uh, the salt that's naturally in the air all around the beach and around a boardwalk makes you crave something sweet. That's why ice cream shops do so well right next to a beach. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. If you're just joining us, we're doing our live call-in show talking about ice cream. It is the harbinger of summer. Give us a call, 203-776-9677. The number again is 203-776-9677. We are joined by Eliza Florian of Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby. And um, I have to say, so many different flavors, so many different ingredients. Eliza, you've got surely these really vast uh, machines to help you do this sort of thing. But what kind of tips can you give folks at home who want to make ice cream on their own? Because I've always threatened to do this with my children, but I wouldn't even know (laughs) where to begin. Well, there's some quick and dirty ways that Chef Plum and I were talking about before we got on air. But if you, I think the most successful recipe probably that your home cook's going to come up with to a really nice ice cream is a custard because you have to have that emulsifier. Like we were talking about, you have to have that lecithin and that brings your protein and your cream and your fat and waters and all, all those things together in a really nice way. And home cooks usually can get a, get a product that they like um, using egg yolks. Hmm. Yeah. That works pretty well too. And in a pinch, Eliza, and you're gonna you're gonna yell at me, I know. And like I said, this is kinda like therapy for me making ice cream. You can use a teaspoon of mustard, uh, mustard powder or even a Dijon oh. mustard in, in a vanilla ice cream will help hold the emulsification long enough for you. Yeah, Dijon has the good amount of lecithin in it. So um so one of the things I was talking to Eliza off off air is that I, so many times I've had to make ice cream in, you know really quick, doing it in a pinch, whether it's for, you know, a quick dessert or I have, you know, uh some clients coming over that only like vanilla ice cream and I don't have it. You know, one of the really quick and dirty ways that we were talking about it is you can take a little sweetened condensed milk and heavy cream, throw a pinch of salt and literally a, a half a teaspoon of mustard and a little bit of sugar and mix it all up. And that makes a pretty decent ice cream base that you can flavor with you know vanilla or you can flavor mm. it with uh any, any kind of fruit would be great in there too i know eliza i'm saying that and you're cringing in your boots as i'm saying it but it does work it does work i'm sure but i i don't i don't know if it's good as a as a homemade job well listen <laughs> we're, we're, we said quick and dirty okay exactly. so I'm just, I'm just getting it out we there. have to clarify and i don't use eggs in our base that would be more of a southern style custard base we use wow, you that classic new england it's She's got no eggs Eli- in it. Eliza is a purist. And with that, we need to take a quick break. But don't worry. There is so much more <laughs> ice cream to talk about. Tell us what your favorite ice cream joint is or your ice cream flavor. We want to know. Call us. 203-776-9677. This is Seasoned. Mint
Uh, welcome back to Seasons. I'm Marisol Castro with Chef Plum. We are talking Hi. all things ice cream, and it is our live call-in show. So give us a call. Shout out your favorite ice cream joint. The number is 203-776-9677. 203-776-9677. We also are joined by Eliza Florian of Grassroots Ice Cream in Granby. So uh, we have Nathan from Stamford. Do you guys want to say hi? Yeah. All right. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan from Stamford. Thanks for calling Seasoned. Hey, how's it going? I just want to give a shout out for frozen custard because there's not enough frozen custard joints out there. Uh, my personal favorite is pumpkin and our pumpkin cheesecake frozen custard from Wits in Granville, Ohio, just outside of North Ohio. Well, look at that. It is amazing. Okay. All right. I like, thank you, Nathan. I like that he's speaking on behalf of frozen custard. I was just in Cape May last weekend and frozen custard was all the rage. And I have yeah. to say it was pretty delicious. Um, Eliza, can you tell us, can you like break down the difference between frozen custard and just ice cream, the difference in the two, or is it not that different? One has more eggs than the other. Frozen custard is an egg-based, you know, French custard ice cream and New England ice cream contains no eggs. It's a Philadelphia base okay okay regional i love the regionality of it that's fantastic i love the regionality and we have we actually have a caller with a question for you eliza rich from windsor thanks for calling seasoned what's uh you i i I understand you have a suggestion for eliza okay yeah this this winter my my by the way i love grassroots it's a great shop delicious ice cream and this winter my family and i started drinking dandelion root tea Mm. and it's bitter And I thought this would make a great ice cream flavor. So that's my suggestion. I think the the bitter and the sweet together would be awesome. You know what? I have that on my to-do list because <laughs> I never thought of using the the greens, the dandelion greens. But I know that if you dry out a dandelion root and you roast it, it has a it has a roasted coffee flavor, mm-hmm. kind of almost like a chicory yep. coffee. Thing. Yep. And they used to use it in the olden days as a substitution for coffee. So I would definitely experiment with that. I've, I've experimented with a couple of Indian savory leaves that people said is a very popular ice cream flavor in India. Some of my mm. customers are from India. They, it's like a, a beetle leaf. Huh. I didn't understand the flavor, but they said I got it. So <laughs> it was, it was very bitter. Well, Rich, thanks so much for calling us. I'm going to petition that she, if she does make this, that she work your name into the flavoring. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're right up in my neck in Windsor there. Oh my gosh. I love, I love, and I, I think dandelion root is also good for your belly. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? I feel like, I feel like I've done that. Okay. We have another call. Sean, how are you? Thanks for calling seasoned. Hi, Susan. Um, this is Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, I um, am a ice cream connoisseur, and I'm driving on 91 through Connecticut, and I can't believe I'm listening to an hour of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to serve the people. I hear that. I hear you. And, you know, I, I, am, I stopped drinking years and years ago, and the way I did it was on ice cream. And... Uh, I mean, half gallons of crappy ice cream, but um, having uh, perfected my taste buds, Harold's in Northampton, Massachusetts, and I've had ice cream all around the world, has chocolate pudding ice cream 
to Ooh. die for. And I bet the butterfat content is, I have no idea, but it tastes <laughs> like it's 40%. <laughs> wow. It also, that sounds it amazing. Also has, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. To be topped with hot fudge and chocolate with oh. cream is, you know, if you like chocolate, it's the way to go. But I, I'm going to suggest to them lime with strips of uh, their fudginess because that sounds killer. Thanks so oh much for calling, Sean. We appreciate it. Chocolate pudding ice cream with hot fudge and more chocolate on top. Are you kidding me? Oh, honey, this is what I'm in. Oh, I'm so in. I love this. We have another call. Ken from Southington, thanks for calling Seasoned. Tell us about your ice cream yeah, dreams. Yeah, hi. How are you? We're great. Can you hear me? Oh, we sure can. Loud oh. and clear. I started making ice cream when I was 16 years old at Harold's Ice Cream in Fairfield. Oh, and it was like the best experience I ever had as a job <laughs> in my life. It was my favorite nice. job. And then uh, I'm 50 now. And I say the best ice cream in, where I live in Southington has got to be Pralines um, on West Center Street. And then I got to give a second shout out for Rich's Ice Cream in Oxford from Rich's Farms. They're both really, really good. Very rich and heavy, but they have light choices, too. I love it. But uh, my, my kids can eat a half a gallon of ice cream in five minutes. I uh, love it. So we're big ice cream people. But that's it. Pralines and riches. Thank you so much for calling, Ken. We appreciate wow. it. Great places. Thank you. There's so many places to try now. I'm, I'm making a list, and I'm, I'm on page two. Uh, this is a mess. <laughs> Let's go to Brian in Stamford. Thanks for calling Seasoned. Tell us about your your ice cream thoughts. Well, we uh, we have an innovation agency in Norwalk, and so we're asked to come up with new stuff for, for different companies. So we've helped them name a bunch of ice creams, and one was uh, Cookie Dough Dynamo for Haagen-Dazs, but which was really fun. You know, we, the, the idea in the name is you want it to be a fun name. But the one I wanted to share was, Beyond that was naming one for Ben and Jerry's, and they had a strawberry and fudge ice cream. And so uh, they asked us, we were in, helping them invent new novelties, so instead of bonbons, we could call them Ben-Bens, right? <laughs> uh, but, I love um, it. Yeah, so, so naming this new strawberry and fudge ice cream, they said, well, we only have a half hour in this day-long uh, ideation session they're called up in um, in Vermont we we did it by the way they gave us ice cream on all the breaks and by the end of the day I was shaking from all the sugar stop shock. it <laughs> wait I Brian I just I, I'm so curious so your job is to come up with names for ice cream well no that's part of our we're an innovation agency so we help companies come up with new products new growth strategies uh, creativity training cost cutting so we help companies come up with new ideas and so these are just two of of many many stories we have about helping com- companies come up with new stuff and in this case it happened to be those ice cream assignments which are fun when you can get them right I was so. just gonna say you got paid to eat ice cream all day and then <laughs> exactly. name it exactly so the the Ben and Jerry story, strawberry uh, and and fudge ice cream, it was a new flavor at the time. And the client, by the way, who was from Stanford, uh, she was their mother of invention, which I thought was a great title. She said, well, we only have a half hour to name this new ice cream. I said, well, how long have you been working on it? And they said, three months. And I said, well, how are we going to do it in a half hour? And she said, well, that's all we have, so you have to figure it out. <laughs> so, so the way you do it, and and your listeners, if they have to name something, but particularly ice cream, you know, you you use stimuli. So, can you use pictures? Can you use cartoons? Can you use 
you know, funny videos, YouTube videos. But we said, well, what's the essence of Ben and Jerry's? And so we said the essence for them is they're anti-authoritarian, right? Mm-hmm. And so we said, what are anti-authoritarian, uh, anti-authoritarian triggers? And so we got slang dictionaries, cut those up, passed them out to all the, uh, the people in the room, and the name we came up with was, anybody want to take a guess for a new strawberry and fudge ice cream? Oh, good heavens. No, Stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. I have no idea. It was snafu, which stood for strawberries naturally all fudged up. And that's, that's the name they wanted under. Excellent. I am very intrigued by you, Brian. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank hey, you, guys. Eliza, do you ever have any trouble naming your ice creams? Is it like you try to come up with like a really great name for it and instead you stick with you know chocolate mint? I actually learned of my first year in business that it was best for me because we have so many ever-changing flavors that um, it just be the name that it is. So we have a few ice creams that have funny names, like we have um, Snapping Turtle. But my whenever that's on our board, my employees are like, they get the question, what's in Snapping Turtle? <laughs> <laughs> so they have to have this memorized little thing, whereas they, ne- they never ask, you know, what's in the lime chocolate? Right. So. <laughs> Snapping turtle. I mean, I'll be honest. I'd ask the same thing. Snapping exactly. turtle. It could go one way or another. So Nan- make the line move a little faster if it doesn't have funny names. I bet. <laughs> Nancy from Portland, thanks so much for calling Seasoned. I understand you have an ice cream idea for us. Yes. When I was in Southern Ireland in County Kerry some years ago, I had an almond cardamom mm. ice cream, and it talking. was just delicious. And I did hear you talking about uh, cardamom before and that yeah we, we make a cardamom cashew I've, i haven't made cardamom almond but we make cardamom cashew or we make cardamom cashew date oh well, that sounds really good too <laughs> and being that i'm of scandinavian heritage i love anything with cardamom but that was just a super good ice cream that i wanted to tell you about thank you so that much one, nancy yes yeah, that, that, that sounds delicious. I'd love to give that a try. I, I, that's, that's amazing. Uh, Eliza, what do you think about um, all these different like rolled ice creams and bubble ice creams? And it just seems like every week there's some new fad of ice cream coming out. It's okay. You know, I, the fads really, they, they come and I don't think they're, they're what New England grew up with. So, I mean, New England is very much about tradition and yes, they're going to embrace and love something really wild with a, you know, a fish shaped cone or something interesting that someone invented. And I, I think that's great. Um, but the nostalgia is really with, with that new England full fat ice cream and that yeah. classic little cute ice cream shop in, in the center of people's towns. And um, people get there. New Englanders I find are fiercely loyal to two things and that's their favorite pizza place and their favorite ice cream shop. I mean, I'm just so amazed with how many calls are backing up on this um, hour because people, they, they, they support their ice cream shops and they support their pizza shops Mm -hmm. and it's, it's with a passion. So it's almost like the Yankees and the, and the Red Sox. (laughs) I, um, but we, that's how we survived the pandemic. We had so many customers who love us and they said, we don't want to see you go out. We come every week just to make sure you're okay. Oh, that's fantastic. You know? you, something we haven't really gotten into is toppings for ice cream, mm. um, which I'm all about. I'm all about the topping. I'm actually looking, Eliza, at your website. You have the usual suspects, hot fudge, whipped cream, but then yeah. you've got Samoa cookies, 
Stroopwafel. Uh, what seems to be some of your favorites that your customers well, gravitate towards? Well, we try to have the, uh, things that we don't use any artificial colors. So we, we don't have your M&Ms and your mm -hmm. Skittles or gummy bears or, or things like that. Our toppings are not extensive because we, we try really hard to source through that narrow band, but our chocolate sprinkles, I'm telling you, they are real chocolate. <laughs> they are not little BBs of wax. They are so good. And I mean, I pay a lot of money for our sprinkles because our rainbow sprinkles are like completely natural colors, no petroleum yeah. based colors or flavors. So I, I can't have these big extensive like topping bars. So people like you that, you know, like to stack on the toppings, I have to say, I'm really proud of the ice cream we make. And most people just want to taste the ice cream. I hey, believe is there it. a difference between sprinkles and jimmies or is it just like a regional it's a word? <laughs> yeah, it's a regional it's thing, a right? Yeah. Regional. Yeah. Right. I've always wondered that. I've said jimmies in front of my kids just to annoy them because they're like, they're sprinkles. Stop saying jimmies. I'm like, I don't know. That's what I've heard. <laughs> So Eliza, if, if you were to, if you were to recommend right now, if someone walked into your store, you would say you can't leave without having what? Well, you can't leave without trying something. Well, for example, would, honestly, you change it, you I, I change it every day, flavor, but don't you change your thing? You, you, you have your specialty flavors. What would be yeah. a specialty flavor? I, that... On the board right now, I because I'm at home, I don't even necessarily know what they flipped into the case. So <laughs> I to shout out one that uh, is in the case right now, I can almost guarantee you that we have double Oreo. People are addicted to Oreos. We sell about three boxes of double Oreo to every box of other flavors. Wow. Um, nice. It really is something that is beloved in our nation so but that's one of the classes that i always have to have in there people go crazy i love those those sound delicious last shout out for me orange oat creamery from our good brother chef dan cardos uh cardos. that place is awesome if you haven't tried that you got to find his truck he does amazing stuff too with the crazy toppings if you're into that yes he does well this has been a wonderful hour talking about ice cream eliza florian of grassroots ice cream in granby connecticut thank you so much for joining us we appreciated your time you're awesome all right take care Man, what a great time. I love talking ice cream. She sounds fantastic. I can't mm -hmm. wait to go and try some of that ice cream. Minusol. How about you? I can't wait either. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal and delicious. Season is produced by Robin Doyen-Aiken and Katie Tolarski. Robin worked the phones today, and Gene Amantruda worked the board. I'm Chef Plum. And I'm Marisol Castro. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Pile those Sundays high. It'll be a really great weekend for some ice cream. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.